Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. Koski from the set delivers. Fastball grounded is short. Kike to second out, Arroyo to first, double play, ball game over, the Red Sox win it 7-6. Josh Winkowski has his first Major League save, a win for Richard Blyer and Connor Wong, the big hero tonight with two homers and four hits, as the Red Sox make it two straight over the Blue Jays, 7-6 Boston. Are you having fun yet? The Red Sox, winners of four consecutive games, are now 12-6 and six over their last 18, and they take it tonight over the Toronto Blue Jays by a score of 7-6. to six. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. The number to call in, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. We'd love to hear your thoughts and how you're feeling about this team now after a really exhilarating win today at Fenway Park. The Red Sox took the early lead, and then Tanner Houck ends up giving up six runs in the top of the fifth inning. But this offense for the Red Sox, more times than not, doesn't quit. They've been great this entire year. They battled back. They scored two in the fifth, one in the sixth, and then one in the eighth. And we'll get to how all the scoring went. But the big hero tonight, Connor Wong offensively, four for four, two home runs, a double. He's been raking over his last couple games. Masataka Yoshida also doing very well. 12-game hitting streak. He hits another homer today. Alex Verdugo pitched in a couple hits, and Josh Winkowski ends up getting the saves, save, as you just heard the call there from Joe Castiglione to wrap it up. All Bloom acquisitions, a guy that gets a lot of flack, and, and more times than not, it's deserved, but he gets a, a big victory tonight overall with the guys he acquired and how they were able to contribute tonight as part of the 7-6 win. Again, the number to call, 617-779-7937. We'll break down today win but before we do that let's hear from Red Sox manager Alex Cora yeah I mean on time and swing at the right pitches in the last at bat he took a fastball up he didn't flinch and then he got another one put a good swing on it and uh, he got pop he got pop and he's working hard with Pete Louie and Rosie to to be on time and uh, you know he's working See that being oh, they both are doing an amazing job. I think between the two of them, they probably are the best hitting catcher in the league, right? And uh, defensively, obviously, he's doing what he's doing. Um, but it's, it's, it's cool to see, right? Uh, all these kids coming here and getting a chance to play and, 
and contributing to uh, to this. And uh, you know, they're good athletes too. That's the thing. We're we're a little bit more athletic with them in the lineup. We can do a lot of things, and um, so far it's been fun to watch. How long is uh, your shooter right now? I don't know. This is the first time I've seen him like this. So, you know, um, this guy has done it before. And I know a lot of people, you know, they were panicking early on. But it, it, it's going to happen. At one point, he's going to struggle. But uh, <clears throat> he's seen the ball well. He took some pitches very easy, you know. Like, I mean, the decision was made right away. And he put a good swing on that home run. Alex, how, much, how much of a weapon is Bukowski becoming late? No, that was huge. Um, I honestly... Wanted to stay away from him, but obviously the game dictated something else. So we took one shot with him. Um, I think actually the game, the game changed when when Tanner went out and gave us another inning. That was huge. That was, I mean, we needed that. And then uh, obviously, you know, Schreiber and Blyer, they threw the ball well, and just it was one shot with him. And uh, you know, he did an amazing job. He's, he's throwing strikes. He's not getting caught up on the swings and misses. Um, it's good stuff too. He was throwing 96, 97 today, so we're very proud of him. You use him for multiple innings and for single innings. How do you think he fits best, you know, long term? <laughs> Just uh, kind of like Tanner, pitch him as much as possible, and uh, keep getting people out. Kind of a crazy night for Tanner, you know, all the zeros and then one inning, like gave up six. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, I mean um, a walk, um, a fastball up that Vladdy hit. You know, it, it happens, you know, and he's still learning. Uh, but the fact that he went out and he made adjustments and gave us a chance to win the game, that's that's what counts today. You know, obviously, everything with two outs is not what we wanted, but uh, we talk a little bit, and uh, I think he grew up a lot today, understanding that we were very short in the bullpen, and we, we didn't need five. We needed six, and he did. So that was Alex Cora talking after the Red Sox 7-6 to victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, if you want to get into the conversation here, call us up at 617-779-7937 as the Red Sox win their fourth consecutive game, 12-6 and now over their last 18 games. And before we recap today's game and, and the action in tonight's contest, I want to just hit on a couple different things there that Alex Cora talked about. He mentioned how the, the catching duo that the Red Sox have is maybe the best offensive duo now in the sport. I haven't looked at the overall numbers across the league, but I was just computing the numbers between the two. For Reese McGuire, he's at a 327 average, 353 on base, 408 slugging. And then Connor Wong, after tonight, he's up to 290 with his average, 353 on base percentage. 516 slugging percentage and he was raking coming into this game he had put up some good numbers over his last 13 games but tonight four for four with two home runs the last of which one of the biggest swings of the day we'll get to it other thing I wanted to quickly mention as well is that uh, Tanner Houck uh, you heard Alex Cora talk about how the Red Sox needed one more inning out of Houck he ran into trouble in the fifth inning ended up giving up six runs and we'll break down how that happened but uh it is. Uh, it was really big of him to go out there for a six with this bullpen being taxed, and they needed one more out of him. That was what you figured Alex Cora was going to ask from Tanner Houck tonight, and he ends up going out there in the sixth inning and tossing a one-two-three inning. Now the Achilles heel of this uh, Achilles heel of this team is the starting pitching. We know that, and again, the final line for Tanner Houck not great. Six innings, six hits, six runs, and he only 
he walks three, strikes out five. So you, you want even a little bit more strikeout there mixed in with Tanner Houck. But he gave them length, and he kept them in the game, and the Red Sox end up winning it 7-6. to six. Before we get to the recap, let's go to the phones. Jonathan in Brookline wants to talk about the Sox roster. Jonathan, what's going on? Hi, Coop. I love the show. So I thought that I think that the Red Sox are really seizing the challenge because when you came into this series, I thought it was an excellent chance when the Red Sox are playing such a good team as the Blue Jays to really show the rest of the MLB what they have going on here. And obviously they started off the series in a great fashion winning both two here. But I really wanted to get to like the idea that this offense mostly and this roster doesn't have star power. And when you compare that to the Blue Jays, who have all these big names in George Springer, Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, but when I look at this roster, the simple fact is that the stats that the like the hitters on this Red Sox team are putting up are simply better than the guys on the Blue Jays lineup who are quote-unquote stars. So even the guys that I don't think are even getting enough credit on this Red Sox offense, a guy like Justin Turner, he has seen the fifth most pitches in the MLB. He's a guy that every time he steps to the plate, he averages four or five pitches each at-bat. That is completely invaluable, hitting in that third spot where you have Rafi Devers and Masataka Yoshida on either side of you. So this Red Sox team has these players that a lot of guys aren't getting credit. But from the outside looking in, you might not know about them. But when you really look into it, this team has some incredible pieces that could really lead to some incredible success. And Jonathan, appreciate the call, and, and he hits on a couple of good points. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. Again, the number to call in, 617-779-7937 if you want to chime in just like Jonathan did. Yeah, Justin Turner's a guy to highlight because he's been pretty consistent this entire year. He's not really hitting for power, but he's getting on base. And uh, after April 10th, at that point in the season, he was hitting 189 with a 326 on base percentage, 216 slugging. Since then, hitting close to three. 300 at 293, 376 on base, 427 slugging. As Jonathan mentioned, he's a guy that also sees a ton of pitches, so that ends up wearing out uh, you know, a lot of opposing pitchers. And tonight he goes two for five with a run scored. One bigger point with the Red Sox offense that has me very optimistic about them continuing to put runs on the board and be productive you know, throughout this entire season is that they're doing it without their best hitter right now. And Rafael Devers, who's who's out there, he was rolled out in the fourth spot tonight, but Rafael's been in a little bit of a slump here. Seven for 49, you know, he's still hitting the ball out of the ballpark, but it's not your prototypical Rafael Devers. But the rest of the lineup is really stepping up. I mean, Masataka Yoshida, what more can you say about him and, and how he's swinging the bat right now? He's at a 12-game hitting streak. 20 for 46 in that span, four doubles, four homers, including one tonight. And you think about where he was uh, prior to this 12-game hitting streak. He was at 167, and he was pounding the ball in the dirt. His slugging percentage was at 250, and you're wondering, okay, did the Red Sox overspend on this guy? But he has righted his start to the season. And this is the funniest thing about the first month-plus of the year is that a bad stretch like Yoshida had can be just completely negated by a good stretch, which is where he's at now. And you look at now the line for him this season, he's at 298. 
391, 511. So he actually has a 900 over 900 OPS. So he is he's done a fantastic job in this lineup. And you know he goes two for three today. As I mentioned, the home run and a walk. But you know you have Christian Arroyo who got off to a very slow start. He hits a home run tonight, and then Connor Wong, th- this younger piece that you hoped would be an anchor behind home plate along with Reese McGuire. And the Red Sox, I think, befuddled a lot of people by trading Christian Vasquez last year and then bringing in Reese McGuire, who who frankly wasn't that great a hitter with the White Sox. And then you couple it with Connor Wong, and, and you, you look at the totality of the position and you ask yourself, okay, what are the Red Sox doing? And of course there's so much season left, but the early returns on that tandem behind home plate have been great. And of course Wong adds the defensive part of it as well. You know, he came into tonight tied in Major League Baseball and defensive runs saved. Uh, among catchers. So he's also doing a great job. His pop time is second best in Major League Baseball. So, you know, you, you add on the offense that he's now bringing to the table. He, he's really been just doing it all. Again, the number to call in, 617-779-7937. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review. The Sox win it today by a score of 7-6 to six against the Toronto Blue Jays. And let's get you a recap now of tonight's game. And the scoring started in the bottom of the second inning. Christian Arroyo smacked a solo shot to left field. His first home run of the season. So that made it one nothing. It went 404 feet, 101.7 miles per hour off the bat. Connor Wong actually had his first hit in that inning, which was a wall ball double. It would have been a home run in every other ballpark except for Fenway. So, you know, he may have had three home runs today if he was hitting somewhere else, but 113.6 miles per hour off the bat on that double. Regardless, it's still a one nothing game. The Sox would tag on another in the bottom of the third inning after Alex Verdugo hit a lead off double. Two batters later, Rob Ruffsnyder with an RBI single. He had a productive night, of course, batting in the three spot with the lefty on the mound. He ends up going two for three, and that RBI single uh, made it a 2 nothing Red Sox lead in the bottom of the third. Red Sox would tack on another in the bottom of the fourth. Masataka Yoshida with a three-run home run. Uh, I'm sorry, with a solo home run. 392 feet out to right center field. That made it 3-0 Red Sox. And then the Blue Jays ended up scoring six in the top of the fifth inning. That was a tough inning for Tanner Houck. Bases loaded two outs. Vlad Jr. hits a two-run single. And then uh, Bo Bichette scores on a pass ball. That ties the game up at three. And Dalton Varsho hits a three-run home run to make it 6-3 Blue Jays. Bottom of the fifth, Red Sox got two back. Rob Ruffsnyder uh, with a run-scoring hit. Masataka Yoshida with an RBI single to make it a 6-5 game at that point. And then the Red Sox would tie it up in the bottom of the sixth inning. Connor Wong, first of his two home runs, ended up making it uh, a tie game at six in the bottom of the eighth inning. And then Connor Wong had a chance to step up again. Again, he was huge tonight. Four for four with two home runs, the last of which coming up here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And you can listen to tonight's highlight from tonight's Nissan postgame show right now. Connor Wong, bottom of the eighth inning. And he swings and hits one high. Left field. Deep. Marshall back by the wall. Looking up. And it's gone. Connor Wong does it again. And the Red Sox lead it 7-6. Can you believe it? Two home runs, a double, and a single for Connor Wong. A high, towering drive as the lights flash here at Fenway. And the Red Sox, who led 3-0, trail 6-3, have taken the lead 7-6 as Eric Swanson gives up a bomb. 
So the home run there from Wong made it 7-6 Sox, and that would be the final score of that home run going 353 feet. And while Wong may have been uh, shut out on the home run that uh, was a double in the second inning that would have been out in every other ballpark, that fly ball to left field would have only been out in two ballparks, of course, Fenway being one of them. And thank goodness they were playing at home because it ended up giving the Sox a 7-6 lead, and that was the final here from Fenway tonight. Again, the number to call in, 617-779-7937. Let's go to the phones now. Neil and Beverly, he wants to chat about tonight and saying it was actually feeling like maybe the atmosphere from a previous title winning season. Neil, what do you got? Yeah, Joe, uh, you know, first time, long time. I got to tell you, man, I was at that game tonight. The energy that was in that ballpark, you can't even describe it. It was it was similar to 2007, uh, 2017, I would say. Um, you know, especially after the fifth inning, uh, you could tell that people were kind of like getting antsy, you know. Um, but once that team started coming back, I'll tell you, man, if, if this team is able to keep up that momentum through the season, I think the Red Sox have a really good shot um, at doing well, you know. And I got to tell you, man, it was an awesome game. Great game to be at. Well, Neil, I appreciate the call. And, again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Neil, evoking 2007. You know, it, it might be a little early. To, to bring in 2007. And the only reason I say that, well, the big reason I say that is, one, the Red Sox are not running away with the AL East or have the lead in the AL East like the Red Sox did that season. Tampa Bay right now 24-6 and six, uh, so far here in 2023. And the Red Sox, even with the win, only 17-14. and 14. But the one thing that's still keeping this team back is starting pitching, right? And again, Tanner Houck does give them length tonight, but it's still six runs in six innings. So they, they need to, to figure things out on that front. And, and we've gone over the numbers time and time again with, you know, where the starting pitching sits among Major League Baseball. I mean, their ERA uh, from a starting standpoint, 27th best in Major League Baseball. They're only ahead of Colorado, Cincinnati, and Oakland. And then the other numbers, home runs per nine, that's been an issue. That was 28th in Major League Baseball coming into the night. So they, they certainly had their struggles on the starting side of things. But again, this offense just doesn't quit. And that was a Again, the case tonight, this offense has carried this team to wins time and time again this year. And I think on Friday I said conservatively it's a top 10 offense in Major League Baseball. I think you might be able to say top 5 at this point because, you know, they came into tonight with some really great numbers. I mean, OPS-wise, 6th best, but runs 3rd best in Major League Baseball. Hits-wise, 3rd best. 5th and home runs coming into the night. They smack 4 tonight. So there's a lot that they bring to the table. And... Jonathan from Brookline hit on this a little bit before. They grind out at bats. They make things pretty difficult for opposing pitchers, and that was the case tonight. Again, the Red Sox win 7-6 to against the Blue Jays. Let's go to one more call before we head to a break. Wally in Fall River wants to talk about the Sox spunk as of late. Wally, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, Joe? Uh, you know I've called and I've talked to you. I've been very critical of this team at times, especially a few of these guys. But uh, you have to give them credit. They get a lot of spunk. They seem to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. But uh, uh, Carr is doing a good job. Uh, the bullpen is in this. Uh, this game could have easily unraveled after Hawks left with the uh, with the bullpen. But we got a pretty good bullpen this year. It's not the suicide squad of last year. But uh, you got a lot of guys that were hot. They cooled off a little. A couple of more guys step up. Look at Connor Wong, Aroho. Uh Everybody's chipping in. It, it, you know, it's not a one-man gang. 
But uh, as, as far as uh, injuries, what's his, the uh, status of uh, uh, Duval and Paxton? Will they be able to help us soon, or are they still going to be out a while? So Duval, he's still on the shelf for a little bit, but I, there was some news today about James Paxton that he will start Friday in Worcester, and Alex Cora mentioned that you know, his quote was that this is like spring training. We don't, you don't want to rush people to the big stage. So I think they want to get at least one more start in for Paxton so that he feels comfortable, you know, before he comes up to Boston. Uh, one other thing, a bomb gun. I heard he signed with the Yankees. Were the Red Sox at all interested in him, or did they pass on him? Well, you know, I, even if they w- were maybe slightly interested in, I'm not sure he he's he has it anymore. I mean, the fact that he got DFA'd says that you know, and not to say that everyone that gets DFA'd can't be can't have a resurgence, but it's sort of been a downward spiral for him since his glory days from San Francisco. Like since 2020, he has not been a very good pitcher. So I don't know if the Red Sox want to take a gamble on him instead of trying their young arms and trying to cultivate some consistency with them because they have more upside. Okay, Joe, that's about it. Thank you. All right, well, I appreciate the call as always. If you want to chime into the conversation, 617-779-7937. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. here on WEI. Again, the final Red Sox take down the Blue Jays 7-6. to They're now 12-6 and over their last 18 games, four straight W's for the Red Sox. Coming up, we'll chat more Sox and about tonight's game. We'll also preview tomorrow's game and why you want to tune in to it. And it might have something to do with the starting pitcher for the Blue Jays tomorrow. Again, 7-6 final Red Sox, a winner over the Blue Jays at Fenway Park. We'll pause for a short break. We'll wrap up Red Sox review on the other side here on WEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Red Sox take down the Blue Jays tonight from Fenway Park, 7-6. So Boston 17-14 overall in the season, 11-7 at Fenway. As for the Blue Jays, they fall to 18-12 and 12 overall in the year. Still little time left here on Red Sox Review. The number to call in, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. The hero from tonight. There are many for the Red Sox, but the star of the show, Connor Wong. He ends up going 4-4 four for four with two home runs, including the go-ahead home run that you just heard uh, in our last segment in the bottom of the eighth inning, and you were listening to the high from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself today. Shop NissanUSA.com. Final look at the Subaru of New England scoreboard. Let love bloom in the all-new, all-electric 2023 Subaru Solterra, Subaru of New England. Com. Every other game in the AL East has gone final except for the one between Baltimore and Kansas City. Uh, so we will get you an update on that first. And it actually just did go final. So now every other game within the division has gone final. 
The O's beat the Royals 11-7, to so Baltimore has now won 12 of their last 14 games. They're really rolling 20-9 overall in the season. Meanwhile, the Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 4-2 to at home, so that snaps, uh, snaps a four-game slide for the Yankees, who are still a game back of the Red Sox in the standings. And Tampa Bay, can you believe it? They won again. They beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 4-1, to so Tampa Bay 24-6 and overall in the season. Best record in Major League Baseball. But... We need to focus back on the Red Sox because they put together a really fun for a fun performance tonight, despite another outing from a starting pitcher in which the overall line doesn't look great. Tanner Houck went six innings and allowed six hits and six runs. The offense is the story again in what is another Red Sox win. 14 hits overall for the Red Sox tonight. Seven runs, of course, but four home runs from this team, and they get it from three different players. Christian Arroyo, Connor Wong, and then two uh, two from Connor Wong, one from Christian Arroyo, and then Masataka Yoshida also hit a blast. And Yoshida's just been so good. 12-game hitting streak within this span, 20 for 46. He's just been remarkable overall, and he's one of now... Several Red Sox hitters that are just scorching hot at the plate. Connor Wong's nine for his last 12. I mentioned that a little bit before. Jaron Duran did get into this game, and you know, for Duran, he only ended up getting one at bat, and it was a strikeout. But even with that strikeout, you look at what he's done to start the year uh, since being called up, 21 for 53. And coming into tonight, he actually had the most hits uh, from the span of April 17th coming into today. Uh, with 21. So that just goes to show how hot he's been. And of course, Alex Verdugo. I mean, I'm willing to start the all-star hype train for Alex Verdugo, even though we still have a little bit of ways before we get to the all-star game. But I've been so impressed from what I've seen from him. And, and here's a guy that took a challenge from Alex Cora to get better uh, after uh, an okay season in 2022. And he's not only been okay he's been more than okay he's been great I think it's fair to say he's been great for the Red Sox here to start off this 2023 season and it just is another nice performance for him tonight he ends up reaching base three times he hits two doubles scores twice he also was hit by a pitch and now he's posted a stretch of four consecutive games in which he has uh, had multiple hits that's the third time he's done that in his big league career and that leads me into the matchup tomorrow uh, between Alex Verdugo and Alec Manoa. This is, of course, if Alex Verdugo is in the starting lineup, which I would have uh, no reason as to why he wouldn't be, considering how well he's performed, and also the fact that he's been you know, literally the iron horse here for the Red Sox to start off 2023. I mean, here's a guy that has played in every game to start off this season. He's 31 of 31, so he'll, once again, likely be in the starting lineup, and he'll be facing off against Alec Manoa, and... Alex Verdugo, of course, had some words about Alec Manoa uh, on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast with Rob Bradford. Uh, you know, in the podcast, Alex Verdugo talked about how he's a fan of on-field celebrations in general, but he believes that Manoa's antics cross the line. His quote to, to Bradford was, if it's a genuine reaction and if it's for the boys, not directed towards somebody, then yeah, it's fine. Like I'll say it right now, I think Alec Manoa goes about it the wrong way. 100% I think he does, and he was referring to a late July outing last year in which Manoa started barking at Franchi Cordero and Bobby Dahlbeck after striking them out. Like, I'll say it right now, I think Alec Manoa goes about it the wrong way. So there you go, and that was good job by Joe Braberman back in the WEI studios, and he's been doing a fantastic job tonight uh, as well as part of the whole crew here uh, that is about to finish things out here at Fenway Park shortly, but... 
that was that that I mean that that got a lot of attention. Shout out to Bradfoe for getting that interview, and you know it got a lot of attention on on baseball social media, especially on Twitter, where that that clip was posted. And I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow because Alec Manoa. I mean, you got to give him credit in this way. He's a competitor. He really is a competitor, but so is Alex Verdugo, and especially with the way Alex Verdugo has played this year, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I know I'm going to to tune in and also try to try to catch it as well because it'll be appointment uh, listening and viewing stuff between Alec Manoa and Alex Verdugo. Again, of course, with the caveat that Alex Verdugo is actually in the starting lineup, which again, I don't know why he wouldn't be. He will be opposite of Nick Pavetta. Pavetta one and two with an ERA north of five. Uh, for Pavetta this season, it's been a little bit of, you know, it's been more the same, honestly, from years past, from what we've seen from Nick Pavetta. And we know Pavetta's capable of putting together some really solid outings, especially against good competition. But last time out, four runs and five innings of work. He's been hit hard again this year, which uh, has been the calling card for him. I mean, he's, if you, one of these guys, you look at their baseball savant page and you look at the hard hit rate against him. That's always been uh, something that's kind of hampered him in his career, especially last year. You know, he was bottom fifth percentile in hard hit percentage. And then this year, I mean, he's toward the bottom. It's bottom two percentile. He finds a way to grind through and give you innings, which is something that the Red Sox definitely need with their bullpen being so taxed. So hopefully he can give him at least five tomorrow. The Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show will start at 6.10, and then first pitch along the Shaws and Star Market WEI Red Sox Radio Network will start at 7.10 p.m. We certainly hope you can join us. want to thank Lou Merloni, Joe Castiglione, Will Fleming for the great call tonight, Doug Lane doing it all night here engineering from Fenway Park, and then Joe Braverman back at our WEI studios doing a great job producing Red Sox Review. The final one, final time, Red Sox 7, Blue Jays 6, Boston's won four in a row, Be sure to tune in tomorrow to see if they can make it five straight W's. I'm Joe Weil, and thanks for tuning in to Red Sox Review. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.